Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm Amanda. And I'm George. Amanda and I are both in Zephyr A. This is season 26 for me and season 22 for Amanda. And this is day 25, the final day of season 94. First question asks us uh, what geographical name is derived from a $10 note used in the 19th century in New Orleans? I just couldn't land on this one at all. Uh, I was thinking, okay, maybe it was uh, something sort of to the west of uh, Louisiana, something that got you know, mm. sort of settled as part of Louisiana Purchase or something that was incorporated later, like in Oklahoma or something like that. And just nothing nothing really came for me there. Um, mm. uh, and then I figured, well, maybe it's a New Orleans-specific thing. Mm-hmm. I tried thinking of... Uh, names within and around new orleans and nothing really came to mind until finally the big easy Mm. and i thought that doesn't sound like something that would derive from an 1800s banknote (laughs) but i got nothing else okay i'll go with the big easy yeah so this one um i keyed in on a couple of things about it um not that it helped but i i would i i I caught the clues that were there. I just didn't know what to do with them. Um, the fact that it's a $10 note was my first thing. And the fact that it's the French Quarter. So I was thinking it's something about it being the $10 note. Uh, so I first, first of all, kind of brainstormed around that. Like, is it about, you know, Thomas Jefferson? Because Thomas Jefferson on the $10 note. Um You know, is it this about Jefferson City or something like that? Um, But that didn't really seem like, you know, fitting in with this super well. Um, And then I kind of thought about, well, you did did a similar brainstorm of like, well, what do I know about places in and around New Orleans that could be related to this? Like, is this some derivation of Bourbon Street? Is this something about Treme? Is the like these things that I, you know, feel like something about that should click for me, but nothing did. And finally I went back to like, if it's a $10 note, it's the French quarter, then it's something about the number 10 in French, which unfortunately I don't know French. <laughs> so, um, but that left me trying to think of like what, what would be like a Latin root that could be, uh, related to this. And the, you know, as I kind of tossed around like DECA, I thought DECA records, maybe like, is that in New Orleans? It's not, by the way. So, um, it's, it's a British, uh, uh, record company, although it's, there's also a U.S. branch of it, but like, um, that was the, really the thing that I could come up with. And the fact that the word note was used instead of bill or something like that. Probably because it wasn't a bill. It's just that it's a banknote that's, you know, that's numismatically or whatever different. Um, And so I ended up going with Decca Records because I thought geographical name didn't necessarily mean to me like that it's a name of a geographical thing, but rather that it's a name that has a geographical aspect to it. So I I don't know. I was kind of just, I couldn't quite grab it either. So that's what I put down. It was Dixie. 
Sure. Because the, the French word for ten is dicks. Yeah. I, I don't know that. Yeah. I... So. Okay. Reasonable. So I guess now we know how many are in a bag, huh? <laughs> Question two asks us for a play that was made into a TV production that introduced the song Love and Marriage and starred Sinatra and Paul Newman. Right. Not to mention Eva Marie Saint. Um, and yeah, this one is just kind of like, what do I know about plays from the 30s, which is precious little. <laughs> um, and so I, the thing that I uh, keyed in on this one was uh, the stage manager. And there aren't many theatrical productions in which the stage manager is a character um, that would actually be seen. So um, I, the, the, name that initially popped to mind was seven brides for seven brothers and then shortly thereafter that i was like no it's our town um and i i sort of you know waffled for a while between those two but i was pretty sure that our town is the one that had a stage manager in it um and you know the the fact that it's the song the song title doesn't help me the character names don't help me because i haven't seen our town or Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, for that matter. Um, but that was like the one thing that I sort of... That that one my brain kind of insisted on. No, no, it's our town. And so that's what I put down. Uh, yeah, I also uh, figured stage manager, that's a character in our town. Did everything else fit? No, Frank Sinatra being <laughs> in a play in 1955 did not fit. Mm. Paul Newman being in a play in 1955... Almost fit. Even mm-hmm. recent, kind of. Mm. 1938 for our town? Possibly sure. Mm-hmm. It feels like one of those uh, early half of 20th century plays. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Song Love and Marriage? No, that makes no sense at all. No. But in the absence of anything else, I figure this is probably one of those things where they just kind of put it on TV and threw in a few songs because Sinatra was Sinatra. <laughs> and you don't have Sinatra on something without him doing a few songs so sure let's go with uh, our town and that was the correct answer question three asks us for uh the more common name of in a mineral that is uh, fes2 by chemical name specifically owing to the fact that it can create sparks so i looked at this and i thought well fes2 is iron pyrite mm. but what is it sometimes called that has to do with it creating sparks. Couldn't really think of anything. So I thought, well, it must be something about something like false flint. I don't know. <laughs> I, have I ever heard it called that? No, of course not. But I mean, flint is kind of the thing that creates sparks generally mm-hmm. when, mm-hmm. you know, struck against metal. So maybe it's comparing it to that. So, okay, we'll go with false flint. Y'all, speaking of... Uh things that strike you should have seen the stricken look yeah that i uh that i turn towards my dear spouse I mean, it's um, not sometimes known as pyrite <laughs> it's pyrite it's also called fool's gold though <sighs> so yeah but the, but the like it's like saying the chemical substance h2o is sometimes known as water no that's what it's called <laughs> it's what it is true true bullshit. um Yes, I I take it all back. It is entirely Rump. bullshit. Rump. Um, however, uh, this is one where I, 
it took me a while to get around that idea of it being like, is it, I I was ready to put Firestone in there because I was like it's it's not a lodestone, uh, yeah. it's not a touchstone, it's you know maybe something like that. Um, and I kept re-looking at that formula and going, I know that formula. Ferrous sulfide or sulfite, I think it's sulfide. I um, forget, you know, how those suffixes go. Um, but I thought, well, isn't that like what pyrite is? Oh, pyrite. Pyre. A pyre is a big fire type yeah. thing. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I guess. I don't know why I... Well the kid association of pyrite sounding like pirate uh often i think threw me off learning that etymology or that derivation of it mm -hmm. um but kind of looking at it again as as an adult knowing what a pyre is and you know like a funeral pyre type thing um i thought oh yeah okay uh pyrite that sounds right i didn't know that pyrite does this um but it makes sense you know if you've seen a piece of pyrite it's this big you know thing with shiny crystals and it probably would make sparks when you struck it on metal so mm -hmm. sure let's go with pyrite and that was correct Whew. well done wow <sighs> i feel your pain i'm sorry i'm annoyed mostly at me partially at the question it's not sometimes known as pyrite. It's pyrite. Understandable. Question four. Speaking of Paul Newman. Oh. Uh, asks us for the tire brand used in the movie Cars that is also the name of a different Pixar character. Yeah. I I don't know that I uh, ever really quite uh, made this connection until now. But I just kind of thought, well, you know, there's like I, I sort of didn't know it, know it, but like thinking well there are Goodyear tires oh there are probably light year tires and I I could kind of like picture that as soon as I um as soon as it kind of crossed my mind making that connection um so that was really it. I, it it's kind of funny because part of what turned me away from Firestone as a name for pyrite is that I thought well they can't ask two tire name or they there can't be two tire <laughs> name answers in one question set mm. um and so uh but you know this one i i did kind of you know make the connection that this must be lightyear like buzz uh yeah i i came at it from that direction as well figure mm. okay tire brand let's, what do we got we got we got firestone that doesn't work good year oh wait light year. yeah now i remember okay yeah mm -hmm. yeah it was light year I remember rolling my eyes when I first saw that in the movie and continue to do so. <laughs> but it was my, I answered Buzz Lightyear. And that was the correct answer. Uh, question five gives us several what sound like uh, mostly English place names and asks uh, what word turns them into cheese names. So for some reason, blue popped into my head. Mm -hmm. So I, th I kind of, Looked at all these, like Castello Blue, Cheshire Blue, Blue Devon, Maytag Blue, Shropshire Blue. They don't not sound like cheeses. I kind of thought, well, maybe that maybe it's white. Nah, I feel like that doesn't quite work. Yellow, no. Orange, no. I feel like these are all blue cheeses. Mm. That just, it, I, don't, I don't know that I recognize any of them 
per se, but it just that that descriptor felt to me like something you would say about a particular cheese to indicate that it's a blue cheese. Mm-hmm. So I'll say blue. Yeah, this one for me, I um, uh, from this list, I most keyed in on Maytag. Um, that is a type of blue cheese that I have seen referred to a lot. I'm, I'm sure I've had some of it. I'm not sure I could tell you the difference between it and other types of blue cheese or whatever. But I just know that one in particular is is a pretty well-known blue cheese. Um, I thought it was plausible that all these other ones could be. Um, I'm a little surprised in, in a sense that, like, there aren't, uh, there isn't some other common adjective that turns these all into another type of, you know, other another set of cheeses. Mm-hmm. Um, because I would think places like Devon, which is known for Devon cream, and Cheshire, I thought, had other types of cheese as well. Um, you know, I, I would have figured there might be another adjective, um, but... I guess not. I, I, I can't definitely say that this wasn't sufficiently pinned or anything, but I just had a qualm about it. Like I, I assume that Thorsten has vetted that thoroughly. Anyway, because of Maytag, I also put down blue. And that was correct. Good, good. Question six asks us for a title character of a Maya Angelou poem who sings with a fearful trill. And indeed, her memoir is also named I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings, um, which is really what got this for me. I I probably have run across or, or maybe once or twice read the poem in question, but I did read her memoir, and um, I think I was assigned it for a class in college. Um, and so uh, I figured this must be about the caged bird, and so I put caged bird down. Uh, yeah, I... This is one of those, uh, if it's not this, I have no idea what it is. <laughs> yeah. But I figured this was from I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings. Mm-hmm. And so I said the caged bird. And that is the correct answer. So I had four. I had five. Good job. I, I really wish I had kind of known just a little more, a, a wee bit more French. Mm. A soupçon <laughs> more French um, to get the beer. And I... You know, I'm in 25th place in the rundle. Mm. I am up against number two in the rundle. Mm. So I, I I need a miracle, a few different small miracles to agglomerate together and uh, keep me from being relegated. But uh, my hopes are pretty low about that. Um, so, but, you, but you're set. You're locked in. Yeah, to... I'm, I'm at 10th and I'm, yeah. you know, uh, 14 points above red. So mm-hmm. got luckier on defense this year. Yeah, I I got unluckier on offense, chiefly. <laughs> I just, uh, I've talked at plenty of length about how I feel I've underperformed. Um, and, you know, just, I, I, that always seems to be the case. And it kind of just, uh, it's, it's disappointing, but it's also, I don't know, just them's the breaks, I guess. It's, um, yep. It's a weird feeling to be so very much on that, you know, knife edge between A and B. Yeah. Um, I won the B rundle yeah. last time, yeah. as we may recall, and apparently that's exactly how high I can go. I get like if it's a, if we think of it as a continuous ranking from A and B and C and D, 
or whatever. Apparently, I am twenty seventh in Arundel. <laughs> is is my place in the world at this time, <laughs> which is a little bit, you know, it, it's it's. I need to kind of think of it that way in a certain sense because otherwise, it just feels like what I am is not good enough for Arundel, and I it's that's not a good way to think of it. Um, but it's I have to remind myself it's the whiplash that's getting to me. Mm-hmm. It's not. Um, you know, like if I was in the middle of A Rundle or the middle of B Rundle, then I, I would care a lot less about this, you know, about the ups and downs a little bit. Mm-hmm. But when it means I go to the upper tier or get bounced to the lower tier back and forth a lot, that's what kind of, yeah, it feels like a bigger mm-hmm. change, yeah, you know, and it's that, that's sometimes harder to to swallow i guess i believe in most professional sports that have relegation systems they specifically like exempt a team that just got promoted from getting relegated for some number of seasons really specifically for that because otherwise it's just you're bouncing around too much i could be Mm -hmm. wrong on that but i I feel like i I read somewhere that in in football in particular in europe Hmm. they have uh, you get like two or three seasons before you get uh, before you get vulnerable again. I mean, I see even get one. Yeah. But uh, I mean, at the same time, even if I even if that change was made, and I was down in the basement still, <laughs> it would still feel you still feel kind of still feel yeah, kind of bad. Uh, yeah. Um, that I that I hadn't earned my keep that season, or whatever. So, um, so yeah, it's a weird. It's a weird feeling to to be in that zone, I guess. Um, and uh, any of you on the cusp of of other, you know, tiers, I guess, or levels or rundles or whatever you want to call it, is I I feel your pain. Yeah. I know I'm not the only one. I've I've certainly yeah. read plenty of Facebook posts and stuff that indicate it as such. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I'll just shut up about it. <laughs> You know, I, I refer to us as A minus B plus rundlers. I mean, you're pretty because, solid A A minus. I, you don't yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm always I've, I've never been within striking distance of the championship. Mm. I I think I, I typically last three or four seasons before getting knocked down to B. Mm. Um, I don't recall the last time I I was in B rundle twice in a row, but okay. Yeah, but then you you know you're always in uh you're always in the running in b rundle pretty much you know your 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 gap is just you're right on that edge of mm-hmm. a and b pretty much every season i have the occasional can be frustrating. i've been down to c once i think mm-hmm. and i've been like definitely middle b at least once or twice mm-hmm. but yeah pretty pretty consistently in the at least in the top half mm-hmm um if not top third so i mean you know this is all to say i i've come to terms with that i'm an acceptably smart person to play <laughs> trivia um but it just kind of it's still kind of it just pokes at you because yeah. you just want to stay and feel like yes i've yeah. made it and 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 i'm i'm here in the big leagues or whatever yeah. and 
and I not mean, get punched in the face again. Yeah, you know, you're you're an actual Jeopardy champion. You're <laughs> you know, you're not only one of the few people who's actually been on Jeopardy, you're one of the even fewer people who's won a game. Yeah, I had You know, the... that's in in most seasons, that's that's one person out of four or five. Yeah. Yeah. Well, granted, it's in last season weird, it but... was one out of <laughs> about 70, mm. but yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's natural to think, well, this is a trivia competition. I should be performing at the absolute highest level because you did. But, yeah. I mean, I, I don't assume so. But this I, one's just different. sort of like, and, yeah. you know, hmm? to, to get there and swatted back, get there yeah. and swatted back. Like, I think there's once that I've done mm-hmm. two in a row in A, mm. and that's just kind of like, oh, just decided, ah. I want to do, like, you know, like you, you've talked about, too, you... You want to perform up to your own expectations yeah. that you feel like there were so many that I just blew by overthinking or talking myself out of. Mm-hmm. Um, and because it's a Rundle, I don't think I could verify that I wouldn't still be very low in the rankings. Like that's, you know, I don't think I would have turned around a lot of those matches, but the margins are so close too that even if I turned a couple, that might do it. Yep. And so that's the, that's a little bit of the bitter pill right there. But, uh, yeah. you know, um, but it's also the way the cookie crumbles. Mm-hmm. So I'll be back next season to try it again. And I today went through the invitations for the uh, mini leagues and I, I told myself, oh, I'm not going to sign up for every single mini league this time. And then I kept reading about reading them or looking at the sample question. Ah, sign up for it then. Fine. I'm signed up for all four at this point. They all look pretty good. They all have good, good, solid writers and some fun questions in the samples. So um, I recommend it. Mm -hmm. So just for the record, if you do get relegated, uh, that will mean you are one, you are one third, two thirds A, B over the course of your Seven seasons in A Rundle. Next next season would be your fourteenth in B Rundle. Huh. Okay. So that's kind of nice to know. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So that's and and this is the and you you have stayed in A Rundle twice. Twice. Yes, there have been two spans where you were in A Rundle for two seasons. Okay. In a row. So. All right. And I'm you know I'm sure you'll at least be in the running to come back next season. I can hope. And I and. Let's see, judging from my usual pattern, I won't be. But no, I think <laughs> I think I just got back into a Rundle, so something like that. Yeah, this is my second in a row, so I've got a yeah, couple more before yeah. I before I drop because I'm Ugh. I'm usually about uh, about three three to one, hmm. little okay. little higher, three and a half to one. So yeah, Indeed. it's all for fun. That's the main oh thing. yes, definitely only fun. We're competing against ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I learn interesting stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'll forget what the name Dixie came from. Yeah. Or might point. have, at least. Because um, I've been stung by the, the bitterness of getting it wrong, so I don't remember <laughs> it all. Um, no, but I I actually do um, do genuinely feel like I learn more and pay attention to more things in the world. And, you know, just I, I think it's... It, broadened my perspective and continues to do so um although i should say it's the impetus for me broadening my perspective i should give myself a little credit there too 
Fair. So, well, I guess that's it for this season. Yep. Don't tune in tomorrow because there nope. will be no more post-game analysis Definitely for a while. Um, but certainly uh, enjoy the off-season. And while you play all the the specials and mini leagues and everything, just remember. Don't forfeit. Don't cheat. <laughs>